Hey, you plotters, it's Jen. Welcome to another episode of Craft Services Table, where we introduce you to new shows that we've become friends with online. This week, we're going to introduce you to For Your Reference, which is a show that I personally listen to whenever I get the chance. They're probably right in there in one of my top 10 favorite shows. They're also one of the first shows that we were introduced to when I started getting more active on Twitter this year. And last month on Shock Talk, you might have heard Madeline read a review that Katie wrote for us. And I, I really love it when shows have that symbiotic relationship of lifting each other up. A little bit about For Your Reference podcast. Join host Katie and Odie on their weekly podcast where they share their hot takes and general banter on the latest iconic movies and TV shows. The preview I'm going to be playing for you is from their episode The Game Taylor Torture which is a review of 1997's Michael Douglas film, The Game. I wrote a review of their show back in August, and this is what I had to say. As others have said, Katie and Odie have a great chemistry. Conversations are engaging and don't drift off topic. I appreciate the breadth of media they cover, their humor is spot on, and the quality of production is top-tiered. Definitely binge-worthy. You'll want to come back for more, so subscribe! And that certainly still does hold up. So without further introduction, here is For Your Reference discussing the 1997 film The Game. Okay, so let's let's get to, I guess, what makes this film uh, so interesting. Um, and I guess you can also say is the detriment to this film as well. Let's talk about the puzzles. So we're talking about CRS. So it looks as though CRS actually exists. Mm-hmm as an entity, as a company, whether it is as malicious and as far spread as was mentioned through the movie, I don't necessarily think so. I think everyone was playing to a role, if you'll pardon the pun. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't think they're draining people's bank accounts. I think that it's more of a, um, again, an open world escape room. Yeah. So we have Conrad introducing the ideas like, have fun. Don't you want to have fun? It's a concept called fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, much to the reluctance, Nicholas does go and visit the 14th floor and he takes the tests. Uh, The tests are very interesting sort of questions, definitely digs deeper than the Myers-Briggs tests. Mm -hmm. Um, And he goes through a physical exam as well and they're getting all of these sorts of details. Again, I don't necessarily think that contributed towards a tailored plan. I think they got a lot of it out of Conrad. It was more like to go through the process to legitimize what was about to happen. Yeah. And actually, this is a question that I have for you. So we had the lady at reception deliver the same message that we see when Nicholas first walks into the office. She's essentially rejecting someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she does the same thing to Nicholas. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we start to see the game commence. My question to you is, do you think that that was part of the strategy? Yeah, that's definitely part of the strategy. We see that CRS is massive. Mm -hmm. They've hired, I think, pretty much everyone in the scene was connected to CSR 
to some yeah. degree. Yeah. To the point where they'd go to a building, coppers, they'll call coppers and all, but no one, CSR will be like, oh, no one's been here for 14 days. But there was full construction or whatever work going on. Yeah. They had this massive billboard or poster on the, on the ground floor, which if you asked anyone in the building for any competent detective, it'll be like, yeah, <laughs> there are people there and they left. Not that, oh, we've not seen anyone here for two weeks. And that's one of the first red flags that I got. I was like, hmm, that's strange. Yeah. And further on, it's like this sort of little morsels that you're given and it keeps mm-hmm. you hooked because you're trying to solve it in the back of your head and try to figure out what the storyline will be. Yeah. So when he, when he gets home, he ha- there's this clown on the road. Yeah. Right? And, and there's flashbacks to the dad killing himself. Mm. So it's been laid out in a position like how he, the dad had fallen trigger, yeah. and it triggers all these emotions in Nicholas mm-hmm. and you start to feel for him. Yeah. I'm like, man, if I see that, I'm running away yeah. because I was started wondering what kind of things he answered in the questions before uh-huh. to get this sort of test in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it was intriguing the fact that he took it back home and then he saw the key from the mouth. I was like, oh, okay. Hold to all. I didn't know what the key would mean. Yeah. And I was intrigued. Mm-hmm. But then when the TV started sort of glitching, glitching and turning into live instructional jigsaw sort of <laughs> tape. And in 1997, it would have been hard to intercept that. Mm. Like we're not in the world of deep fakes yet in 1997. No, it's not exactly person of interest level of technology here. Okay, thanks, Finch. You're welcome. I did appreciate, you know, how visceral that experience would have been because it's not a, it's not as if people are hacking your Wi-Fi systems or anything, mm. right? So to have a newscaster that, you know, everyone seems to know and love in their households every evening, you know, directly calling you out, bro. Mm. See you in the ring, brother. Um, it was a very interesting experience. And to have the camera monitoring him as well also added you know that extra level of surveillance and invasion of privacy as well and it really kicks off the movie in a very interesting way you know it really latches you in okay who knows enough aside from the brother I guess that that that's where the bottom falls out but who knows enough to be able to tailor this specifically to Nicholas's experiences Mm. right and we have that key and that's when the instructions are given to him Keys will continue to be given to you. You need to keep your eyes open. All right. I hope that you enjoyed this preview of For Your Reference with hosts Katie and Odie. There's a lot of humor peppered throughout their episode, so I hope that you'll go back and take a listen. You can find For Your Reference online at their website, fyrpodcast.com. Their episodes are also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They've got a Patreon at For Your Reference. You can also reach out to them on Twitter and Instagram using the handle For Your Ref Pod. And they've got a YouTube account too, so I hope that you'll check that out for additional content. And with those details out of the way, I especially want to thank you for listening to these small segments on Craft Services Table. We've had a little bit less listenership overall for the show, but even then, you guys have been really great about listening to these extra segments. I'd also like to let you know that there will be no Craft Services Table episode next week because we will be giving you Shock Talk Episode 2 for The Princess Bride. And to give me a small little break for the holidays, I will not be doing Craft Services Table for the month of December. But maybe you would like to recommend some shows to me. 
The best ways to reach out to me are using Twitter and Instagram at shockedapplaud. Or you can send me an old-fashioned email at shockedandapplaud at gmail.com. And with all that said, this is Jen, your audio engineer and co-host at Shocked and Applaud. And on behalf of all the ladies here at Shocked and Applaud, thank you for patroning the peculiar. <laughs>